Hi there. Welcome to another edition of the Ghana Podcast right here on NigeriaGhana.com. On this episode, we'll look back at the victory over West Ham. We'll look at the reported row between Emery and Ozil. We'll also talk about the game against Cardiff, look at the League Cup and the Europa League draws, while also having a little bit of laugh uh, over Jose Mourinho. Joining me on this edition of the podcast are Ghana Princess, Imelda, Olatunde and Taurid. Thanks for joining us. Uh, guys, <laughs> hope you all are good. Yeah, we are good. I'm good. Yeah, we're fine. Prof, how is Ibadan? Ibadan was raining this morning and windy, kind of. Yeah, was fine. Alright, well, Lagos is fine too and it's, it's, it's good to have you guys on the podcast again this, this afternoon. Um, as a, let's just go straight to the point. West Ham, Prof, what's your view of the game? Well, not a bad one, but still we were able to open and vulnerable in terms of our defending. We, 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 we allowed things to carry us high far up the pitch. And um, it's actually unbalancing our team. Mm-hmm. Our defending has not been so good, which, which showed in the stats that was published um, during the week that Czech has been the keeper that has made the most save in, in Premier League this season so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has been busy being between the sticks. Which is a, um, a, an amount of the team not being so too solid in terms of structure based. Um, but winning three, the three points was the was the utmost plan, and um, we are all happy we had three points in the game. Regardless of how we get it, the three points is all that matters. Yeah, Sorry, sure. what's your view? Sure. Um, my view won't be quite different from what Alatunde has said, um, because um, I'm actually enjoying myself um, watching Arsenal again. Like I have been telling people recently, um, Arsenal seems to be a little bit unpredictable right now. The way we play right now, we are a bit unpredictable. Um, spending 22 years playing um, Wenger Ball, his philosophy and um, everything, and now trying to play in a kind of different way, different systems that the players have been used to. Um, one or two mistakes are allowed, and um, I wouldn't slaughter the way they are playing currently. I won't slaughter them for that because um, it's going to take time before they get the philosophy right. Because when I try to watch the game, I watched the replay of the game again, and um, I discovered something that the kind of a possession game we are playing. We are trying to play right from the back because when you, when you look, I, I try to relate back to the goal, the second goal against um, Chelsea. If you look at the total number of passes before we scored that goal, mm, ten passes before we scored that goal, not one single Chelsea player intercepted the ball before we scored that game. Mm. Before we scored that goal, and if you look at this, if we improve on the way we play with the ball, mm. I think it's going to be hard stopping us. We are still finding our baby feet, baby steps right now under Una Emery. So I won't really blame or abuse the player. Like what today said, no matter how, whichever way we play, what is most important is the three points. Yes, three points. Uh, when, when I was um, chatting with Imelda, um, Yona Princess, I asked her a question. I'm going to ask you guys the same too. What has impressed you most about this current Arsenal team, Prof? Mm, I think the confidence to, to actually play and retain the ball. Though we've been losing, we've been losing passes, to be honest. But then uh, we can see so, something about the team. They, they are not, they are not scared to actually, which is a very good thing, to be honest. They are, they are not scared to follow the coach's philosophy, the coach's plan. Um, and I think over the season we will see a better and a more solid Arsenal team, even with the pattern of play of um, Una Henry. I'm, I'm happy with that. Tariq. Um, what I've just, what I've just, what I would just say is just that uh, the coach he knows his onions. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the past three games, when you look at his um, substitutions, they make impact. Mm. Mm, true. Um, Whether we win or not, they do make impact. Yeah. And um, I've been well, there's uh, something I during the Wenger, end of Wenger's tenure. There's something about our transition not being fast. We retain the ball good. That's how Wenger plays. We retain the ball. We spread it the way we are supposed to spread it. But the transition was what there, there's this kind of the, the transition. The transition does not have, really have spirit. 
but with you know Emery now, the way they play, they don't care. They want to play football. They want to play football. Well, Emelda said something, and I'm I, I'm going I'm going to chip that in. Well, it could be because there is a new manager, and they know their place is not secured under under the new manager. So that could be the reason why most of these players are up in their games now. Now I want to ask you guys, uh, does this strike you that much? Or does it surprise you that much that uh, most of our creative outlets, most of most of the chances um, we have created, we have created this season, has actually come from the right? The partnership between Mkhitaryan and Hector Bellerin is um, something that I think is um, refreshing to see in this early Unai uh, Emery's uh, tenure. Now, the, is, is is it a bit of a surprise that our creativity has actually come from that end? No, it's actually not. It's actually not a surprise to be honest, because um, you would realize we've not been starting Abumayang on the wing this season. So our most potent man towards the wing has been Mikhail. If we've been starting Abumayang from the wings, then we'd have realized that the left wing would have been the most uh, active position where we attack, where our attack would actually start from. Um, I think what this is telling us is that this team actually needs the right players from the wings. If we have the right players on the wings, then we'll be more focused, we'll have a more balanced team. Either way the ball goes, we know it's a player on the opponent. Mm. But uh, we have to give kudos to Mikhtar and, and, and Bellerin. Even though Bellerin has been under a lot of prayer, a lot of criticism. Uh, uh, um, people criticizing criticism this season. He's been racking up assists, to be honest, and um, I think he's improving too. I think, I think in this game. he has three assists now to his name. He got yeah. um, one against Chelsea, two against, um, against, West, Ham. against West Ham. Ah, Prof, I know you have been critical of, uh, you have been critical of uh, and recently because I remember you, you tweeting at a time when you said, um, honestly, you didn't really see or you haven't really seen what. Uh, Mkhitaryan brings to the team. Has he won you over with his recent display? No, he hasn't. And um, the criticism <laughs> of Mkhitaryan is not based on what he can offer the team. It's based on which position he's going to be playing in the team. Miki is a central attacking midfielder, just like next to Zil. And Ozil has not been affording him the chance to play his natural position. Mkhitaryan is a very dangerous player. But playing him on the wings is a bit lazy on the wings. So, it's like I said, we are trying to accommodate him in the team. And that's this why I've been critical about him. Like, I don't think, I've I, I, not really seen him as uh, a big part of the team. And even up till now, to be honest, once we have a more, a more balanced team, I think Mkhitaryan will still have to be competing with Ozil at the center attacking midfield. But potential wise, talent wise, no doubt he's a very good player. So, um, I'm going to, um, I'm going to ask now, um, Tariq, looking at the goal we considered against um, West Ham, is there anything we could have done better? Um, I initially, when I was um, watching the game, I didn't think for once. I didn't think um, what's it called? Peter Cech could have done anything better. But then I, when I, when I, when I looked at the at the highlight later, I felt it was it was poor uh, goalkeeping on his part. So I want to. I don't know if you guys share the same sentiment. So let me ask you, Tarit, is uh, could um check? have done better in preventing that goal. Is there anything the defense could have done better uh, to um, stop that goal? My answer would be yes and no. Why I'm saying yes, because um, when you look at the number of goals Czech has um, considered, mm. that exact spot, he has considered more goals from that exact spot than any other spot while keeping. Mm. I said it, I've said it several times, he's near post. I, he should be he should be more aware. Even if he's going to cover his left left side of the goal, he should always be aware that since he's left-handed, maybe that's why he's weak going towards the right side of the post. That being said, the a goalkeeper I always tell people a goalkeeper would always um, get the ball and not get the goal. A goalkeeper would always get the ball and not get the goal because uh, why do we have? Um, a defensive midfielder is the duty of the defensive midfielder is to block those kind of uh, when you look at Ndidi and Ngolo Kante they don't care if they have to dive they will dive mm. if they have to fly they will fly so that you will eat them with the ball but you know Arsenal players like we normally some people call them Indomie players they don't want to get looking at the game I think I, I'm, I'm trying to picture out, uh, how um, we went about that 
how we consider that goal. I think we were too far out. I think we were caught out on the counter. I'm not too sure. I'm trying you know, to. Even when you when you check when you check the game very well, mm. uh, all the opponents player they had a man marking them. Mm -hmm. The goal just came out of the blue. Just a minute, uh, some seconds lapse, um, concentration lapse of concentration. That was what happened there. The goal could have been scored against anything, anything. Look at our, goal, our goals against Chelsea. Nobody expected that the first or second goal would come in. Mm. But because we were, we were adamant and resolute in the way we passed the ball and attacked Chelsea, the goal came. So it happens. So I won't really blame anybody for the goal. It's no, they would normally score. Same thing in Manchester, Manchester City. Despite their good defense, whether they are, despite their good um, tactics, they still considered against um, um, Wolves. All right, so it uh, can happen to anybody. All right. Um, on Sunday, I tweeted something and it generated quite a lot of response. Some, some in the affirmative, and some were not uh, too. Some were not too. Um, some were not in support of what I said. I said something about um, Gendouzi's substitution. I said. Um, Taking him off might actually uh, mark the end of um, the end of his um, what's it called the end of the experiment Una Emery is trying to um, perform with the team. And I know, Prof, you agree with that. But Harry, let me ask you: uh, um, Did you read any meaning into the Gendouzi substitution? Because normally Emery would have taken off Chaka and brought in Lucas Torreira. Do you did, did you read any meaning to that substitution in the game? The only meaning I can um, read to it is just that. Emery has discovered the pattern he wants to play. Mm. Zaka, Torreira, and Ozil. Okay. To me, that is the best components we need in that midfield. Because I told someone that um, Torreira didn't have the best of uh, preseason. Yeah. That was why you see Ozil always <laughs> starting. Now that um, Torreira has gotten into the thick of things. We'll see more of Torreira Saka because there's no, there's not, there's nothing Gendouzi wants to play. In my own team, he can never start ahead of um, Zaka okay. because when you look at the way Zaka plays, he needs someone that can just that will just that stay, will stay and do the dirty stay job and do the dirty job for him. Just leave him alone. He will distribute the ball. He rotates the ball. He will complement Ozil very well. That was exactly the same thing. Um, this guy that left for Villarreal. Santi Cazola. Uh, was doing, was doing um, with um, Coquelin. Francisco Coquelin was supposed to be the defensive midfielder, but Cazola would do his job, allow him roam and do anything he likes. That's what Torreira is now doing. Zaka, you, you will see the best of Zaka this season. He played better last season, but this Prof, season. Prof, your view in 30 seconds. Um, I think we, we, we've talked about this over and over again. Um, Gerozi was just an experiment, to be honest. We, we all knew where the team is actually heading to us. Starting level, the midfield combination would still eventually be Jacques Tolera. Mm. And all through this, uh, um, our podcast, we talked about it, that that is where everybody is still going, Jacques Tolera. All right. Um, so before the game, there was there was a story about um, about Ozil. Ozil has been in the news recently. And um, there was a story that originated from Brazil. That there was a bus stop between him and Emery, and because he was not going to play, he refused to um, come to the stadium and stuff like that. After the game, Emery, Emery came out to um, rubbish all those claims, and despite that, people still believe Emery was trying to um, water down the thing. Prof, the, uh, do you agree that something happened, or what's your view of the whole situation? Uh, well, I'm actually happy that Una um, Emery actually crashed the whole room. It's a thing I've been noticing about the Arsenal team and the media. I think that they've been trying to infiltrate that team and um, cause disunity inside the team. Because even this week, even this week, let me digress a bit. There was even this this week now. We've heard about the press saying Lacazette is not happy because they have not been starting. Mm. And you just look at these rumors and you realize they are baseless. They don't want to cause disharmony in the team. Mm. They don't want to, 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 to cause tear in the team. When I has actually denied that, and even Gerozi talked about it, that no, nothing like that ever happened. And thank God we have Ozzy back in the training yeah. without any itch. Yeah, true. And um, I, I know we've been talking about Ozzy recently, but then there, there, there is a school of thought that believes Ozil is not the kind of player that would um, 
that would um, come into the team and transform the team. Ozil is the kind of player that would complete a world-class team. He's not the kind of player that you um, build a team around. Prof, is that a sentiment you agree with? Mm, one, thing, one thing about Ozil, I shared a video during the week, um, which I tagged you in. If you look at Ozil, Ozil uh, this kind of person and this kind of gameplay would work, actually work very well in a more balanced team, mm. where everybody knows their role. You are moving with the ball, he is moving with the ball too. He knows where you are at the right time. He knows when to release the ball to you. Not when you have like five, six midfielders trying to pass. Ozi is not a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. He scores once in a while. Mm-hmm. So he needs people around him who could actually force, make their way into the box. And he will always spot them. Mm-hmm. I think the basic issue with, with, with Ozi is not his talent. Ozi has not reduced in talent, to be honest. I think it's just about our team not being too complete to actually utilize Ozi's abilities. I agree. Um, Tariq, what's your view? Well, there's nothing anybody will tell me about Ozil. Ozil is on. Is a, is a special kind of player in in his, in a world of its own. Mm. Because um, Ozil is someone that just give him space to do his craft. Just give him space. It will, it will make things happen. You have to play to his strength. Yeah. We saw we, we 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 saw how good he could be at Real Madrid, and we saw how good he could be um, in that season Leicester won the league, where he was um, just would have would, would have broken the assist record if um, Giroud had not gone on a on a on a goal drought. So I Ozil's 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 um, talent is uh, is not um, is not something anybody can argue against. But then the the the, the popular opinion is just that he's a player of convenience. Is a player of convenience. Is a player. Is not the kind of player that um, needs a, a a kick on the boat. Is a is a kind of player that you need to arm. Player. That you need you need your arm around. And um, with what um, Emery has been reported to um, to have told him, up your game, do for more for the team, do this, do that. Ah, uh, is it is it not um, a case of trying to um, trying to get. Um, let's say a jeep to to do the work of a motorcycle. Um, or, or let me I, I the, the other way, motorcycle to, to 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 do the work of a jeep, something like that. I don't know which, but you have a fair idea of what I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. Um. Basically, I think what Emery is doing is he's just trying to to cycle zero. You yeah. have a player of his of his talent, you have a player of his ability, and um, everyone is on his, on his back. The media, even opposition and fans, everybody they, they, they see him as an easy target, yeah. and it's because the Arsenal team has not been working. To be honest, he has been he has been decent in, in his passes. Even when the likes of Shaka has been losing passes, Ozil has been decent. The only thing he does is that people expect Ozil to be scoring goals, which that is not his make. That's not his makeup. Ozil is not a goal scorer, and what Emre is doing is just to psych him up to actually up his game. Ozil has always been up. People people think he's lazy. And the reason why they think he's lazy is because he's in England. Mm. In England, everybody will have to be running like like horses. <laughs> you have to be running and running and running. Yeah, you have to be running because in England, they play and kick and kick and follow. Mm-hmm. And Ozil does not just play passes without seeing who he's going to give the pass the, the pass to. Sure. I think we, 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 just, we, we have a gem in our team, to be honest. If we can have a balanced team, Ozil is a gem that the whole of Pemmership would see and they would worship him, to be honest. Well, I, I, I'm going to lean towards, towards, towards you there. Um, the stats are there to back him. I think um, people saying Ozil is lazy are not just uh, are just people who are too lazy to dig out the stats. The stats are there to back you that is is in fact one of the most hardworking members of the. But because of his body language, people tend to uh, exactly. people tend to uh, believe he's is not doing well. So. Um, I don't. I don't. Sorry. I don't even support. I don't even support rumors because um, when you look at one of the most uh, pragmatic and insultive coaches in what football today, which is um, Jose Mourinho, Jose Mourinho mm. Jose has played under Mourinho, and um, I've not yeah. seen anywhere where Mourinho has come out to abuse Ozzy. Mourinho even lambasted Cristiano Ronaldo at a, at a certain time. But I've not seen him said anything bad about Ozil. Mm, so yeah. you could see that maybe he, 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 he loves he loves the guy very well. Of, he's yeah. the kind of agenda uh, the the media has against Arsenal. He does, he does. Ozil is a luxurious player. Just give him what he wants. Play according to his strength. Play and you see strength. him deliver. Mm, true. All right, um, guys, um, we're going to take a short break now. Uh, okay, I'll be talking to Imelda for the next couple of minutes. I'll come back to you guys. 
Good morning to everyone out there. Welcome to Gonna Up, the podcast for NigeriaGonna.com. It's another beautiful Friday, and this can only mean one thing. We get to talk about the club a lot. Joining me to discuss about Arsenal on this podcast this time is a very wonderful Arsenal fan. One of the few female Arsenal fans I love um, interacting with on Twitter. And uh, well, I'm going to ask her as the show, as the as the podcast progresses. I am sure she's not a feminist. Well, she would she she would be the one to tell us. But she she's a very uh, wonderful lady whose opinion I respect a lot. Imelda, thanks for coming on. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but uh, in my introduction, I said something about uh, being a feminist, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we know what feminists are like on um, Twitter NG. So let me just ask you before we go um, discussing about us now. Are you one? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I think I'm I'm going to roll under the DJ Coffee's shadow now. I I was a feminist until it, it, it got blown. We're no longer fighting for the cause, so. Right now, no. So, I, I think everyone should fight for themselves. <laughs> and so, as it is now, um, you you wouldn't mind uh, nailing down if you're to marry a Yoruba man. You wouldn't mind cooking for you. Uh, you wouldn't mind, uh, you know, all those. Uh, well, actually, that 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 those things are what ladies do. So we shouldn't be fighting. We can't do that. It's nature. We can't fight it. <laughs> all right. Um, that's 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 refreshing to know. So, guys out there. There is someone who is willing to kneel down with cook for you. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> Alright, um, let's get talking about that now. Um, uh, let me just ask you, uh, three games into the new season, as and when guys no longer there, we have a new manager in the United Mary. What's your view of the season? Yeah, three games into the season, and it's looking from the start of the season we we had hopes and two games we lost and it looks like we are crashing again but, but i'm not looking at it that way even the first game we lost i wasn't really down that we lost i was looking at the brighter picture there with time it's going to all gel through and the team will pull through what we have now on paper when you look at it and with the manager we have now we have so much trust in him and i think he will deliver so for now, it's just first few games. So let's look forward and see what tomorrow brings. All right. Um, uh, what has been uh, most about this new Arsenal team? Find this a team in transition. Um, there is a certain way we are used to doing things under the former manager. The manager I know you respect a lot. Um, what, what 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 has impressed you most about Chennai and this news and this and and, and his, his style of play and the and the and the, uh, and the team? Uh, I think it's about the spirit they have now, the spirit to fight, the spirit to learn, and to play under instructions. I'm not saying that wingers didn't give them instructions, but now you see them fighting. You see that against Chelsea, two goes down and then they came back. Mm. I think it's the spirit, the spirit and the air changed. Mm. Of course, everybody mm. wants to impress the new manager and all. I think if he continues, we'll be in better position to push for something. Mm. Uh, then, uh, talking about the uh, Chelsea game, some people were of the opinion um, we lost the game after Granit Chaka was um, substituted. And um, after following for a while on Twitter, I know you are a massive um, Granit fan. Uh, do you do you, do you share that sentiment that we lost that game because of um, Granishaka's withdrawal at, at um, halftime? Um, I wouldn't say we lost because Jaka left. Mm. But um, when we, if you watch that game again, when he left, we didn't have much control of the ball, mm. and that is what Granishaka does there when he stays takes the ball, breaks the play, and things like that. But looking at the fixture and the team, they are still learning. They, they don't know themselves yet as much as we want them to do. 
So I didn't expect them, even though I was all hopeful before the game. But during the game, I was I was looking for them to do something. But then it wasn't our day, and we just leave it at day. It wasn't our day. Mm. Maybe Igrenzata left, and something left the team. But we are still telling. So anything could have happened, even with Igrenzata on the pitch. Well, that's 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 that, that's a, a sentiment I might want to um, I, I agree with. Anything could have happened, even with um, Igrenzata on the on the field. Now, um, after after the game, we uh, there were there were so many um, discussions about Ozil. About Ozil, me for one, I believe the criticism of Ozil is overboard. We know the kind of player we signed him from Real from Real Madrid. Ozil is not the kind of player that would uh, do a counter like of work. And um, now there are um, there are rumors that the manager has told him to up his game. Isn't that asking too much of a man who we know has a strength in in uh, playing that final pass? Defense splitting pass, not for his defense, not for his defensive press, but, but for his attacking ability. Is it telling uh, someone like Ozil to um, defend more? Is is that not asking asking more, asking too much of him when we know the kind of player he is? You know, when Ozil was at Madrid, um, he wrote about the the roles he had with Mourinho and things like that. Mm. And then I think personally asking Ozil to defend is a bit too much mm-hmm. because uh, we know in the role he plays and in that role we don't expect him to defend more. Mm. There are people that they are told to defend, but in this new era we say we attack together, we defend together, so everybody supposed to get involved. But then if the manager had told Ozil to up his game. I, I don't think it's anything more than everyone up your game, things like that. And then, looking at Ozil kind of play, if anyone is asking to to up his game, I think they really don't understand it, because that's how his body is. I think people are still relying on his body movement as well as in his business and things like that. So, if the manager is asking him to up his game, there must be something else he doesn't see. Or maybe he doesn't understand Ozil as a player, like he said he understands after he has watched them and understood them. Mm. And um he's coming to defend. Okay, let's just say we defend as a team, we attack as a team. But then you, you know it, they are all humans and I've played football, so I know what it's really like to run up and down the pitch. You get tired. Mm-hmm. And Ozil, <laughs> Ozil is, is is not that person that that will do so much as that. In his game, I love his play and coming to defend, I think we do that as a team, not singling out Ozil. And most of him, you see him coming back, but maybe people want too much and perhaps the coach wants too much from him. Mm, I, I, I agree with that. Ozil is not a kind of player that would do a country kind of job for you. That is why you have the likes of uh, Lucas Torreira. They are the ones to do that kind of job for you. Exactly. Not, not, yeah. not players like Ozil. But then, I, in my opinion, I think the scapegoating is too much. Fans would, it, it is. Fans would insult him. Um, the press would insult him. Uh, you know, um, yesterday, I saw, um, I saw a story. And I, in fact, I actually, I actually watched it where the German national team manager was um, talking about this um, racism role and was like, Ozil exaggerating and stuff like that. Uh, at this point, I, I feel uh, the, 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 the scapegoating of this player is too much. At the club level, is scapegoated by, um, by fans and um, Asma Fan TV are not even helping matter. They are not helping matter. They, 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 they project. A, 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 the kind of way the project makes it easy for people to develop a kind of hatred for the guy. So the scapegoating, what's your take? Well, the, the scapegoating of Ozil, I, I think we have passed it by now. We should, as in, it's normal for me. Whenever I see it, I laugh, and sometimes I get too tired to 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 try to defend him. In fact, I'm tired of defending him because people do that because they want attraction. That is what I feel. The, the manager saying it's a bit exaggerated means that there's something like racism 
there. But then someone was trying to analyze that Ozil didn't say in the team, but he said in the in where the media, the the Germany and the the, the I think the sports directors or whatever they have in Germany there. So if he said it, uh, yeah, if he says exaggerated, it means that there's a bit of it, but maybe Ozil talk and they have no one has ever talked before, and then they were all shocked when he had to speak out. Mm-hmm. So for me. And the fans keep getting him. It's normal. So sometimes if I get strength, I will, I will try to defend. If I don't, I will leave it at that. Ozil is Ozil. Nobody can take it away from him. And he will still do incredible things this season. And people will marvel again. Looking forward to the game is, um, um, Cardiff on, on Sunday. What are your expectations? Wow. I've been dreaming of but I've been having dreams of Ozil playing that game and how he would tear them up. <laughs> Although obviously I've not played <laughs> a lot in Cardiff. I don't know their strengths, I don't know their weaknesses, but no game is a walkover. But in this game, I expect more from Aubameyang. I expect more from if Ozil will have to play. I expect a lot of things from him. Mm. And then let's see what what Henry will do in that midfield with Toreda and the uh, Granijaka um, and the other guy Benjozi. Okay. So I'm expecting a win for sure, and then we try not to concede again. <laughs> well, I I can't I can't guarantee I can't guarantee that because our defense. I don't know. We have to, we have um. Okay, let me just, let me just say that. But then I'm not convinced with with our two central defenders as as of yet. They might later turn out to be what was but right now. Yeah, they, they've not been impressive. So, um, still talk to me about the game. What are you, what, 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 what is your prediction? Prediction? I'm not so good at predictions. You are? But I would say, <laughs> I said I'm not too so good at predictions. I, I'm always mostly wrong. Mm. But I don't want three goals at least. We should get three goals. I don't know. Hoping for, for a clean sheet, so I'll say 3 0. Alright. Well, that, that, that would be nice. We are, we are, we are due a clean sheet and it would be nice to have a Bavarian on, on, on the score sheet at least for the first time this season. It was, we saw, we saw the video posted by the, uh, by the club where he was doing bookkeeping and stuff like that. I told him to quit that. He, he, his days are numbered on my FPL team already. So I, I, I saw your tweet that where I saw it, I was just laughing. <laughs> so where it would, um, it would, it would, it would turn out good for, for, for you. And I hope he, he I, hope. I hope he has a good game on Saturday, on Sunday rather, on Sunday too. But, I say he does because this time I made him captain. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, um, Imelda, thanks for coming on the on the podcast this this morning. I we are very grateful to have you join us, and we hope you uh, join us some other time. Too. Thank you for having me, of course, anytime. All right, and um, regards to your Manchester United brother. I will. I will do that gladly. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks for uh, still locking it down on this podcast. Uh, I still have a um, prof and um, Tarid with me here, and we are still going to this. We, we still have um, one or two things to talk about before we say goodbye on today's episode. Uh, prof, tomorrow we play against Cardiff. Sunday. On, on Sunday, rather, we play against Cardiff City. This by yeah. this this has been dubbed the um, Aaron Ramsey Derby. So, and yeah. the next couple of games that we're playing, I expect us to pick maximum points. We, we started with the game against West Ham. Do you see anything different happening against Cardiff? Well, um, I don't think we'll see anything different other than we have more of the possession against Cardiff. Mm. Cardiff will panic, they will respect us, and um, we have to be the, the, the team doing the attacking. I think that's the only difference I, um, I will see in the game. Mm. But personally, I think I want to see a more clinical Arsenal team. Because a team that scores actually um, 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 leaves or takes away prayer from the team. Sure. When you're scoring goals, the opponent panics. They, they don't really want to come at you. Mm. But they don't know when you eat them on the break at any point in time. So against Cardiff, I would like to see a more clinical Arsenal team. And I know we we'll have the position, definitely. All right, Tariq. 
Uh, I will share his sentiment. However, I don't think um, Cardiff City will panic because I try to watch um, some of the teams that just got promoted to the Premiership. Um, most of them have been trying to play entertaining football, barring um, Othersfield. Um, Othersfield are not nearly promoted. Othersfield yeah, other other were there last season. Um, just came Wolves, the Wolves, Fulham and um, Cardiff City are the newly promoted teams. Oh, sorry. Um, other speed, they play this kind of um, defensive kind of football and they get whipped maybe because of their coach or something I would expect Cardiff to come out to prove themselves uh, because um, everybody is trying to they believe Arsenal is in transition so everybody is trying to take a pop at Arsenal mm. and that would be a big problem for them because by the time they are Arsenal will not tell you not to score but be ready. We have um, we, we we can we keep firing on all cylinders except we are playing with the top six. But against that was all really impressed me last season because we actually I think we actually whipped all these small teams last season. Yeah. We dealt with them last season. And I expect that to continue this season. Yeah. By next season, I think we should be able to um, stand side by side with the top six teams in the Premiership. I see us winning that game. This is actually a game I expect um, uh, Pierre Emerick Obama. Exactly because to, he's, in my, uh, he's in my FPL, so he has to score. <laughs> he has to score. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this is a game I expect him to um, to bag his first goal for his first goal of the season, and then let's see how the season leads. Now, um, prop Ramsey, Ramsey is uh, is available. Ozil is available, and. Um, we look, we saw how uh, how the game against um, West Ham went. So who are you going to drop in the team? Are you going to start Ramsey or you're going to keep Ozil on the bench? Let me. Let, I'm, going, let I'm going to drop. I'm going to keep Ozil on the bench. Mm. Okay. Why? Because I feel I, I feel that there's no there's no point in rushing Ozil. We already have a start started midfield already, mm. and um, we saw what Ramsey did in the last game. Though he was not all perfect, mm-hmm. but this is another opportunity for him to actually come good for the team. Ozil is just coming up, he's just coming back to the training and um, it's only as if it's a game uh, which we are on any prayer, it's a game that we are expected to win. Mm. So I'll go with Ramsey and Ozil to continue his rehabilitation. Um, uh, Tariq, what's your lineup going to look like? I want Ozil to start and Ramsey to be on the bench. Um, we are all optimistic we win the game, however, we don't know what's going to happen in the game. Mm. Um, I want Ozil to start. Ramsey is a way more energetic. Is a more energetic player. If we don't get to score early, or if we need to get more goals, either Ozil or if Mkhitaryan is starting, either either Ozil or Mkhitaryan, someone would have to drop out, and Ramsey is going to come in with his energy and um, everything. He should be able to get something done for us. I would. I would not. I don't have like the idea of getting your best player, getting them on the bench. Ozil is, is, is the better player, is the better tender we have. Mm. So I would prefer him to start, whether he's um, just coming back or not. At least he has been he has been training for a while. And now. these are and this these are the kind of games you expect Ozil to actually exactly. use to pick because um, to pick up I his watched form. their I watched their training clips of their training and um, he looks sharp. Even Abameyang, most of them, all, almost all the players, they look sharp. It's just that that final ingredient is what is still missing, and I hope they can they. They've started against West Ham, and I hope it continues in the next four or five games. One, one, one or two players are actually undroppable in, undroppable in the team right now. Uh, um, Hector Bellerin and Mkhitaryan. I know we talked about them earlier, but then I like the fact that these two are building up something special, and I would want that to continue. Um, and I hope injury doesn't break that uh, that uh, bond, that, connection. Yeah, that 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 they are trying to create. Uh, Going forward, it's 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 a joy to behold. You saw the way um, fr- we we got our two goals from that from that um, win against you no, know, we got one against Chelsea and then against um, against West Ham, Bellerin was superb. The pass to the pass to Danny Welbeck for the third goal was 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 was, was something as I I love that and I love the fact that he's actually very deci- very decisive. When he when he gets into the opposition area, compared to last season where he just makes a rash attempt at a cross and then everything just um, goes boom. So um, uh, let's quickly talk about the um, Europa League. The draws have been made, and um, we know yeah. we know who will be facing. We'll be facing um, Sporting Lisbon. 
we will be facing Karabakh. These guys actually de- defeated um, Atletico Madrid in the Champions League last season, and then we'll be facing uh, an Ukrainian side in Voskla. Guys, how do you see this final? This is a pretty easy group, and I don't expect us to um, have any struggle uh, getting out of that group. Prof, do you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think um, we would actually top the group. Um, <laughs> that's that's a tall order. Yeah. Because because Europa League seems to be Emery's um, strong force. Uh, like he's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a nothing ground for him actually. So <laughs> I, I see us top, uh, topping the group. Um, Tariq. I suppose what Olasunde said. Um, while the draws were coming in, I if you remember, I said um. The game would end um, 4 1 4 2 home and away against Sporting Lisbon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Arsenal always have it easy against Sporting Lisbon. We always have it easy. The other teams, to me, they are, apart from the Ukrainian teams, uh, the Ukrainian team will have to go. Play, the matches will be played earlier than the rest since it's going to be played towards the early, in the early, earlier part of the evening. Mm-hmm. And um, we always see when, when Arsenal, when, when we're still in the Champions League, that we go to Russia. When we play earlier in the day, we really find it at yeah, very well because of the struggle. cold weather and I everything. Could, I could remember I, the like the last time said, game. I would I see us stopping the group. Mm. We have the team, we have the squad to do it. I see us stopping the group. Well, uh, the other English team in the in the in the Europa League, Chelsea, uh, actually in Group L, and you know what L means. <laughs> so let's hope it's going to be a bundle of L's for them. <laughs> Uh, depending depending on the uh, depending on the other teams that they have well they, they they have um uh, a, a great side and in, i believe in, they will go out get out of from this group yeah, they should very they, weak it's a very weak group they Bio, should they should Bogisov, that's a Borisov and ml, and ML. Really. so uh, yeah, they are very they small should, clubs they should be able to they should be able to um get out hello of hello guys mm. hello guys um i think there's, there's a breaking news as regards the europa league for arsenal team now okay, okay. Um, there's a tweet from there's a tweet from Chris Whitley okay. that um, won't be able to play against Karabakh. Why? Because um, Azerbaijan they, they banned Armenians from entering the country. Their country. Well, it's 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 uh, yeah. this is 2018 and I don't think um, stuff like this should still exist. But then I think uh, <laughs> we we should have enough quality to deal with them, even in the absence even in the absence of uh, Mkhitaryan. But then Definitely. I don't I don't expect I don't expect um, stops like this to to still be happening in 2018. No, it's still happening. We all know knew what happened within yeah. between Qatar and the other countries mm. where they were going back and forth last okay. year. So it's it's normal. It's normal. But that doesn't even, stop us from not even since Alanda, even since the World Cup, the celebration. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. All, all right, guys. Um, that's that. And then um, yesterday the uh capital. Oh, before we go into the capital one cup draw, guys. Um, let me ask you in one word, Prof. Do you see us going all the way in the Europa League? Um, in the Europa League, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I see us pushing for the for the Europa League trophy. I think um, Emery's, uh, Emery's aim would be to win Europa League for us, and to be then, honest, in his first season. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going, to, he's going to put all his effort, everything he, he has, into the competition to actually win it for us now. Uh, Tariq, I see us in the final with a dropout from the Champions League. <laughs> Just like last season. Yes, I see us in the final. Alright. Um, which, right. which, 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 which will win? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> All right, I, I'm optimistic that we I'm, win. I'm hoping, I, I'm hoping we win the, the, I'm hoping we win the Europa. In fact, as a matter of fact, I want us to win every competition would be, would be playing in this season. That would be, that would be surreal. That would be surreal. That's, that's the spirit now. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I understand your optimism, but <laughs> let's try to leave ourselves from the, out of the league. We are not yet there. You are not yet there. Seriously, well, nothing, we are not yet well, there. Nothing, not, not, nothing is impossible. We could, we, we, we could do a Leicester. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm an optimistic Arsenal fan, but I don't think so. Right. Let's leave the league for those that win this season. But next season we can, we can try something. By then, I believe Emery would have had a chip for his team. All right. Um, yesterday, the draw for the captain, uh, for the League One Cup. Uh, League Cup, rather the draw for the League Cup was me. That's the Car- that's the Carabao Cup. Yeah, that's the name. 
the Carabao Cup was made yesterday, and it threw up a, a series of exciting, um, exciting fixtures. Uh, the top of the, 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 the top of the official list is the game between Liverpool and Chelsea. And I'm very happy those two are meeting themselves very early. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. At least one of those, um, rubbish clubs get to, <laughs> get to leave, uh, at the early stage. Uh, then we, we, we've been drawn against Bradford. Uh, anything other than a win in that game, a marriage should be sacked. <laughs> What's your view, prof? <laughs> um, I, I'm actually happy, happy with the fixture because, it gives some players the opportunity to actually show themselves. Um, starting from um, um, Martinez, our goalkeeper. Yeah, again, There's some young players in the team too. Um, even El Nani too. Yeah, El Nani. It will be um, the young players generally, or those ones that, that are not really in the team, that are not in the, in the starting level. Mm. It gives a big chance for them to actually show what they've got under under Henry. This is one trophy I've never seen us now. Uh, as not celebrate winning in my life in my lifetime because we don't, we don't we don't take it serious exactly we don't play as play for us yeah we we and we've actually we've actually had chances to to win to 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 go to go far in this competition but then this competition actually gave um young players like Walsher the the opportunity to show the stuff they are made of and well let's just yeah. hope, let's just hope this season uh brings um something something better than what we've been it's, seeing i think it's we got to the final last season yes we did. i think it's um, it's winnable for us uh, but you saying that um, if uh, you know i should lose against Benford no it was it was it was it was it was it was just banter. <laughs> that's a joke because i believe because if i because i remember asking yeah. against nothing for his last season in the fa cup yes we all know we all knew what happened I think that was part of the game that um, nailed Wenger's coffin, really. That was so, part of the game that nailed Wenger's I believe it should, be a, it should be an easy game for us now, and um, I hope to see more of um, Eddie Nketiah and um, Stephen Leicester. Well, those, those, those are those are the games, and uh, those are the games they would um, they would they would definitely feature. Now, um, guys, this is not Arsenal related, really. But then, isn't it fun to uh, to see Jose Mourinho so far? <laughs> you know that stuff. Respect, <laughs> respect. <laughs> isn't uh, it fun? I, I still don't see that as suffering yet. Until, <laughs> until I until I see him um, shed one or two tears. Get sad. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because um, when you when you despite the fact that Asamengan is no longer an Arsenal coach, mm. Jose Mourinho still drew still threw a job at Asamengan. Come on, who does that? <laughs> You're saying someone who won the league tries is is um is a specialist, 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 specialist in and, you, and you are still banking on that same three trophies that you have won and you saying and you know the funny thing like best? like i like i like i uh like i discussed with imelda when we when we had our chat it was it was this uh you want you've won three and these trophies were not won even at your present club they were won at your previous club and you and you had the audacity you had the god to go about Telling others to respect you, the same exactly. manager, the same manager that disrespected others' manager when things were going for him. Honestly, I wish he could be sacked today. That would be the because <laughs> when you, when you look at the number of times Asamoenga played against Mourinho and lost, Arsenal, I can say it confidently, Arsenal will always be the best team. Exactly, now we always but be better team because but... we were not clinical enough. We would always lose the games. Mm, true. And um, he is coming out. Looking at the statistics, that Tottenham scored their first goal on the 57 minute okay, from yes. the first corner, blah 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 blah. That they played better, and this is the same thing. Asamoenga will always come out and say, and you, this same Mourinho will always come out and say, Asamoenga is a voyeur, yeah. is a specialist, a specialist in failure. In failure. A, come no, on, it's it's it's. Um, and it's, you, it's, it's even insultive, standing up and walking out of the press conference. I think he should be fined for that because it's an obligation on him. Yeah, of course. The press is. conference is an obligation. Working out from the press conference, it should be sanctioned. <laughs> Seriously. Prof, say something. Should it be sanctioned? Sanction Jose Mourinho, guys. <laughs> um, um, actually, uh, not. Mourinho mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, has already drawn the battle line between himself and the media, and he can never win that battle. Of course, he can't. He can't. can't. Because the, the three Premier League titles he has been shouting now has been the same number of titles as has won. Mm. And the funny part is, Mourinho does not have any guarantee or shot that he's going to win any primary trophy again, exactly. to be honest, before he gets exactly. out. And if he so most likely he's going to walk out of England with those three primary trophies as we're boasting about. <laughs> um, I'm just happy, to be honest. When you look at Mourinho's face, when when he's, he's frustrated, you, you are just happy because 
He's too boastful, he's too proud, exactly. he's too arrogant. Exactly. I, was, I used to love Mourinho to be I never loved I him. I used to love him in this. I've, ne I've never loved him. I've I was never, I was I was fulfilled I was fulfilled him. watching that press conference and looking okay. at his uh, demeanor, the way he was he felt like crying. Oh, yeah. he, okay. I, I believe he would have cried when he gets to his office. <laughs> because it was it was it was obvious. It was obvious that he was really pained. It was obvious that he was really pained. I'm you keep comparing yourself to all these um world class coaches, established coaches. Look at Asenwenga. No matter no matter the condition, no matter the situation, the man is always reserved. Yes, the man is classy. Is classy. Is classy. You uh, that, that's one thing you can't take away from me. You as a, you, as a, you as a media practitioner, you will lose out because it won't give anything. It won't give you any opportunity to just rubbish him. Exactly. It would give you the way you exactly. want it. In the in the long run, you have to go because you will never you will never divulge anything. Of course, I, in fact, I'm I'm happy. The, the the part I'm not happy about is is just the fact that they lost to those cons, <laughs> those cons sports. <laughs> I would have loved it to be any other club apart from apart from Tottenham. But then it's still a good thing. It's still a good thing. It's not like Tottenham are going to win the title, really. But then it's still a good thing. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, with with that we've um, come to the end of um, today's podcast and I hope um, you guys enjoyed talking about us now as much as I did. Definitely, uh, definitely. Prof, yeah. Prof, thanks for thanks for being a part of this podcast today. What's your prediction for the weekend game? Is that um, is that directed like, to me? I think that's the same prediction I I, I did on Nigeria Gunas. Oh, on the octopus challenge. Octopus challenge. That was the result. <laughs> because we were always conceived. But but I actually have a clause, actually. Mm -hmm. If check is if check is starting, yes, mm -hmm. it's gonna be four. It's gonna be four. But if Leno is starting, I'll go with like three zero. If Leno is starting, I will go with four two or four three. <laughs> That's just it. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, don't, don't, because I've actually done extensive um, research on. Don't, on uh, well, don't let that. that that's, that that's, that's a discussion for. That's a discussion for another day. Well, um, okay. uh, Prof is going for four one, and um, Tarid is going for four one. Well. I'm going for an Arsenal win. That's all that matters. I don't care if it's 10 if it is 100 It's a good thing to play safe, brother. It's a good thing to do. I'm not, I'm not going to allow anybody to crucify me. All right, guys. Um, thanks for coming on the show. I hope Arsenal once again give us a reason to smile at the end of, um, at the end of the day on Sunday. All week long. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's a pleasure having you join us. Do have a wonderful day. And you too. Alright, uh, thanks for listening to this edition of um, the Niger Gunners podcast, the Gunner Hub. I hope you enjoy it as much as we did here. And I hope Asna give us all a reason to um, smile. My name is Olumuewa. My Twitter handle is at Folumuewa underscore one. And you can also um, follow me and follow the Niger Gunners handle at Niger Gunners. <laughs>